not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favourite pop culture films and TV shows. I am your daily dose of hard-hitting journalism, here to interview the death row, convict, slash, now alien symbiote, Sam? Um, I've had a haircut and some would say my dome is looking really good right now. <laughs> was that off the top of your fandom? Oh no, it was off the top of my head that's had a haircut. <laughs> it was off the top of your your carnage. That one doesn't work. <laughs> that's nope. how this episode just started. It's pure carnage because we're talking about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. And in addition to that, we've also got to talk a little bit about DC fandom because that's also come out since Ooh. we did the last episode because that's a Big, big trailer of news, isn't it? That's a, that's a whole honker of a news uh, of a news dump because we we finally gone back to recording these ahead of schedule now, which yes. means that obviously lots of things happen at the weekend. So it's like, oh shit, no, we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> Just yeah, as we were yeah. about to start recording, we were like, oh no, fandom happened. Oh god, <laughs> oh god. No, and fandom was pretty massive this time round, wasn't it? There was quite a lot it to was talk about. Fando, fan, fan, uh, phantasmal, <laughs> phantasmodome, phantasmodome. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I was trying to. Th- Fit phenomenal and dome together, and my brain stopped halfway through. <laughs> Brilliant. So, anyway, we've not really been watching much because it's not been that long since we last recorded, no. and, and we were just going, watching trailers. And we've also been going to the cinema like every single day. So, yeah. So, well, if we had been going to the cinema every single day, then we would have had things to talk about, wouldn't we? I'll tell you what, we've had a bloody limitless pass if we were going every single day. Bloody, bloody. Um, limitless passes. Remember them. We don't need then. to now. It's saver days on Monday. Monday, and it's well. We're, we're now, not. Isn't it? We are not sponsored by Odeon at all. But their new saver days on Mondays. I mean, round of applause because they needed it. <laughs> Cinema tickets in the UK were getting so expensive, and uh, if you wanted food and drink, it was a bomb. Like, but now. Those saver days on a Monday. I mean, I'm still not <laughs> buying food and drink in a cinema. No, sir. <laughs> unless you want some good popcorn, then uh, then unless, maybe you'll dabble. Unless you want a hot dog right before the film starts. <laughs> Unhinge your jaw like Scooby-Doo and just get it in there. <laughs> That's how I do it. That's how I do it. I'm already devouring it by the time I get back to my seat. That's That's the way I roll. In between us hitting record and us starting talking on this podcast, Sam already smashed like four hot dogs. He just didn't hear it. Yeah, I'm like, I might lay on my back recording this because I just, I just, I'm just stuffed. <laughs> just can't help it. Silent chewer. Anyway, we've uh, we decided to um, you know thin out this podcast a little bit, and we just padded it with a massive preamble. So. <laughs> We should probably move on to talking about what we've been watching, but we've not watched much, have we? So we're going to move straight on to news and trailers. So uh, just before we talk about uh, DC fandom, we'll wrap up some other non-related bits first. So um, there's been has there been a couple of little non-DC related news stories this week? Uh, we <laughs> there's always Marvel news, mate. There's always Marvel <laughs> news. There's been a couple there's of delays, I believe. News. They have. They've announced that 
I think I believe it's five of the next five of next year's Marvel movies have been delayed or pushed back in some way. I don't know whether they're trying to because they said they were going to go down to just two movies a year, didn't they? And then obviously everything got pushed back, and now we're getting like four movies a year. Yeah. So I don't know if they're just like spacing them out a little bit more because I don't think we've had confirmed new dates yet. Oh, okay. uh, but it's the like the Doctor Strange, Thor 4, Black Panther, and the Marvels have all been delayed. And they've also, because obviously they own Lucasfilm now, Indiana Jones, that film has also been pushed back. Oh. Uh, I don't think we had a final release date for that. I think we were just hoping it was 2022, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's any confirmed dates now. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but when I read about the story, there weren't. Um well, there might be. Uh, I believe there that. has been confirmed dates. I've just not got them. Go ahead. In front of me. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I believe that has been confirmed. But. Uh, but. but um, I've not got them. Uh, oh, I've got them. You I've know got who them, won't got, be got, in. I've got them. I've got them. I've got them. Okay. Right. Okay, but it is from our favorite uh, source of Marvel news, which is Marvel Fans India. So. Uh... <laughs> Maybe this is all why they got pushed back for that Blade movie that is nowhere near production yet. This is this is our favorite. We love those kind of like Poundland variety Marvel (laughs) uh, Marvel web pages. Anyway, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness has been pushed back to May sixth, twenty twenty two. Apparently. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder pushed from May to July next year. Uh, Black Panda Wakanda Forever moved from November 22. Um, oh, it moved to July 2022. It's actually moved up forward instead. Mm-hmm. Um, the Marvels um, has moved from November 22 to February 23. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania has moved from the beginning of 2023 to mid-2023. And an untitled Marvel movie, which was set to release in November 10th, 2023, has now actually moved up a week to November 3rd, 2023. Wow. Why would you move a film forward a week? A week when it's in two years. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. Well, why would they do? Why I don't they, know why, why they this. That, Chris? Why would they do that? I don't know why they're setting these dates so far in advance. Anyway, because they never end up coming out on that day. Anyway, it's it's just a ballpark. It's always just a ballpark. As long as we know the month, we know roughly when it's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell you what, though, I'll tell you who won't be in those movies. Ryan Reynolds, because he's announced that he's taking a short sabbatical from acting. He's taking a little, uh, taking Ooh. a little break. He's been doing a lot lately. He wants to spend some time with his family and stuff. Yeah, uh, he's uh... a lot of people. I'll say maybe he'll, he'll come back fresh for um, Deadpool three, but I kind of want him to come back and do something a bit different, something that's not just Ryan Reynolds. Um, and also, uh, we said we weren't going to mention it, but I'm going to mention it. Anyway. Uh, Michael Caine has retired from acting finally at 88. It fit with the Ryan Reynolds story, so there you go. Um, Shall we, shall we, shall we talk about Dune? Because we we were having a discussion the other week about which franchise is probably more popular. Is it going to be Dune? Is it going to be Bond? Or I can't remember. There was something else that we mentioned. I think it was Blade Runner we were talking about, maybe. Uh I don't know. Which is a, sort of like the biggest franchise. But in America, pre-sale tickets for Dune have already topped No Time to Die and any Marvel movie in its pre-sales. It's actually going nuts. Um, 
It's already got a certified fresh score of 8700% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Um, and apparently it's hitting around $129 million in pre-sales. Well, you will be booking it in advance if it's anything like uh, like what it looks like in our cinema, where you're only going to be able to watch it like three or four times a day. Because so. <laughs> it's probably a long movie. Well, that's it, Do yeah. we know how long it is yet? Uh, I can tell you while you're giving. I the typed rest in of the Dune deets. and 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 Google oh, changed it to Dunelm. <laughs> oh really? Oh well, I typed in Dune and it corrected to Dune 2020. That was uh, that's a bit fucking ambitious, isn't it? <laughs> Came out last year, apparently, mate. Yeah, I'm still year. trying to find the runtime. Where's the IMDb listing for it? This will tell us doing 2021. Uh, do a scroll. 156 get... minutes. Uh, isn't that the movie where he cuts his arm off? Sorry? <laughs> That's, it's, it's 127 it's, it's hours. Just over, it's just over two and a half hours. Okay, so it's, it's, it's a bond. Yeah. It's yeah. a bond. It's a long yeah. film. It needs to be, though. Like, Jesus Christ, that, that novel is huge. Um, but yeah, that's good to know. Also, one last little bit of tidbit of news before we get into the DC stuff. The original Nightmare on Elm Street house is up for sale again, guys. Okay. It's going to cost you a pretty penny, though. It's it's on the sunset coast of Los Angeles. It's going to cost you $3.25 million. Oh, easy. I can sell. I that. mean, I can sell sell my house and buy five of them. Easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The podcast, my, if, the podcast if we sold our swish, mate. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't seem to be seeing any of those royalties, mate. What's going on with this? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, did I? Have I just myself in it? The producers oh. are going to come angrily knocking, asking where their cut is. These producers that used to give us the budget you know, for the show. All, all those fucking ads that we roll, you know, I mean, all that money from the ads. Uh, what, we do, what we do is we just don't disclose that we're actually in Marvel's pocket all the time, and that's why we give the film such good reviews. <laughs> Because that's why everybody just assumes if you do a podcast. Yeah, literally. Yeah, so yeah, I think if we sold both of our houses and put our money together, we probably wouldn't even be able to afford the mortgage deposit for this house. <laughs> no, we might. We wouldn't even afford the mortgage for like the porch. So <laughs> it's a nice porch, though. Uh, don't stand in front of the door, though. You might get pulled through the door by Freddy's hand. Yeah, reaching out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. Shall we jump on... Should we do trailers and then DC Fandom as like a main topic, or should we just roll into DC Fandom uh, and do trailers after? DC Fandom... Well, there is this, there is one trailer that's non-DC Fandom related, which we should probably... Shall we talk up. about that first? Yeah. yeah. Um, the first trailer, and the only trailer we need to talk about before DC Fandom, is Uncharted. It's got a trailer now. Um, Finally. We were only mentioning that last week, weren't we? Yeah, I think uh, I was a little bit underwhelmed by Uncharted. I think we were mentioning it because we were talking about... um, We had a conversation around the Sony footage when we watched um, Venom, and I was like, oh, that was a really similar thing to where I saw Uncharted. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I was a bit underwhelmed by this. Yeah, it just looked a little bit, I don't know, vapid maybe is the word. (laughs) Like, it just seemed a bit weak and... It's it's no lie that we both love Tom Holland as an actor. Mm. He just doesn't kind of seem right in the role of Nathan Drake. Like, if this wasn't an Uncharted movie, it probably would have seemed a bit better. But he just kind of doesn't fit the 
Nathan Drake role at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. And like they did they did the plane crash sequence from Uncharted 2. I think mm. it was Uncharted 2. Mm. Which is a great action set piece, but they are just doing it beat for beat and it kind of looked and felt weird. Yeah. Where the CGI probably isn't finished, but like that wasn't the issue. It just kind of it was very much video gamey. Yeah. And considering the rest of it was trying to set itself in real life. And also it looked like a heist movie more than like an adventure movie. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, it just all looked and felt a little bit weak and weird. Um it just I felt super bland. It just felt yeah. like it didn't have any personality at all. It's Vapid. like this this couldn't this you could have watched this and it could have not been an uncharted movie. Until he fell out of the plane. <laughs> Until someone said Nathan Drake, it wasn't owned. It just wasn't. Like, yeah. You know, if you put Tom Holland in another outfit, it wasn't an Uncharted movie. And yeah, that was he it. just. It feels like Mark Wahlberg was all, almost more Nathan Drake than Tom Holland was. Yeah. It just seems Which, strange. Like, and I think it's probably, you know, because it's the origin story, whatever. But it just, it just didn't hit. And I was just a bit no. like, eh. This is a little bit, little bit dull. Because he was kind of playing, he was almost Peter Parker in the way that he was doing it. Like we know he can change the way he acts because, like how he was in Cherry and other films, like uh, Lost City of Z and stuff like that. It's totally different. Mm. But he was kind of, it's almost like the director was like, "Oh yeah, you're Nathan Drake, but play it kind of how you'd play the friendly charmness of Peter Parker." Yeah. He had the same energy to it, and it that doesn't really work for Nathan Drake. Yeah, just because you're holding a gun and you're wearing you're wearing a, a holster and a long sleeve shirt covered in dirt, mm. just doesn't that just doesn't make you Nathan Drake? I don't know. It'll be interesting to know what the Get Real Gaming guys say about this. Yeah, smooth I, plug. I, um, I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, weird plug, but okay. <laughs> I think they're just going to find it just as bland as what we did. It just had yeah. no personality. I know that. I know that Lawrence has definitely played all the Uncharted games. I yeah. think he's played all of them. Well, so he he Lawrence can say more a, than us. But yeah, Lawrence will be. Um, Lawrence's opinion will probably be quite interesting if he's really into the game. I've never really played an Uncharted game. I'm just really familiar with it because obviously I've never been like a PlayStation kind of dude. So. But yeah, I played the second one, and like the games are phenomenal. That it just this felt a little bit weak in comparison. Mm-hmm. But we'll move on to DC Fandom now. Anyway, we've had our say about that. Oh, when does it come out? <laughs> that would be a good thing to say. Uncharted twenty twenty two movie. Uh, it comes out on February uh, February eighteenth in the US. There you go. Yeah, it's coming. Um, it it do be a coming. Uh, yeah. The, oh, also, uh, before we move on to DC fandom, the premiere for the Eternals has happened, and already, like, they did a lot of screenings for like press and like YouTube content creators and stuff like that. And there's mm-hmm. already heavy spoilers going around the internet, so please stay away from them. Uh, they also released a new featurette, which had a really interesting thing, but I don't want to mention because it it's kind of going to blow your mind when you see it in the cinema. So. The fact that that was in a featurette kind of like made me gasp that they were just dropping that line in a featurette. But um, the reviews overall are very positive for it. But stay away from spoilers, guys. 
We've only got like two weeks because it's out, so just stay yeah. away from Stay away from spoilers like Chris tried to stay away from Venom spoilers. <laughs> just getting them sent directly to my phone. <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably get Eternals spoilers sent through to oh, my phone. I need to make that's sure. A, that's a quick news story we missed. Um, Harry Styles is meant to be playing someone in Eternals, isn't he? Oh, um, is it Eron? Eros. 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 Thanos' brother. Yeah. Uh, is that in Eternals or because it? They said he's only just been cast, so I don't know if it's well, in a different project. Apparently, he's going to be cast in. He's he's featuring in like one of the post credit scenes or something, you know, because everyone mm. loves to leak a post credit scene. Oh, uh, so you're just giving us the leaks now, Sam? Well, I'm giving you the hot leaks, mate. Oh, uh, we just said we weren't going to talk about leaks and spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> you just went back on your word instantly. Ah, fucking right. <laughs> DC fan, <laughs> DC fandom, you pleb. Okay, do we do spoilers and non-spoilers? You absolute bird. Why do we just uh... no? <laughs> what do you mean spoilers? Spoilers for a trailer? You know, fuck off, about, mate. We're talking about leaks and all sorts of crazy shit right now. You know, do you, do you it's all right for DC, but like not when we're talking about a film that's literally coming out ah, in a couple of days' time. Yeah, I see, I see, I see. Right, right, right. Shall we leave the big now. one till the end? Calm down now. Have a minute. <laughs> Are you ready? Shall we shall we leave the big one for the end and shall we start off <sighs> start off a little bit lighter? I guess Ooh. so, let's go. Start off with an appetizer, shall we? Yeah. Shall we talk about uh Aquaman first? Because there wasn't really much new with Aquaman, but we did get a behind the scenes featurette, didn't we? Uh yes we did. We got a look at um a new a new Aquaman. <laughs> got a look at Yeah. Yeah. It we was... got to see his his stealth suit a bit more in motion. It looks good. Yeah. Um we know that is for a specific location that he's going to. Yeah. Uh, we got to see a bit more of what's his name? Not Ethan Hawke, Patrick Wilson. I always get those two mixed up in my head because mm-hmm. they're in very similar films. Um as Orm coming back yeah. with his with his buffed up rig of a body and his a bit, long beardy uh, hair, punch, doing a punchy punch. He's a bit homeless, maybe. You know, do we reckon? Look. Do we reckon he's going to have to break his brother out of Aqua Prison to <laughs> team up with him? Yeah, probably. They said that this one is a lot more of like an Indiana Jones esque adventure movie, which I thought the first one was. But like this one is apparently tackling a lot more environmental issues as well, though. Well, who's the the villain? Is obviously got to be Black Manta in this, right? He's not just like a half villain like he was in the first one. He's like um, a proper villain. Well, they just mentioned that he's still out on his quest to get vengeance on Aquaman. Um, yeah. They didn't really say that he was the main villain they just said that he was there still trying to follow him so i don't know if he's going to be the main villain or maybe the building him up to be the main villain of the third one like like they have some encounters and aquaman always gets the best of him and then first act of the third film black manta just fucking hands his ass to him type (laughs) thing and that sets the stakes you know what i mean yeah maybe (laughs) i don't know i don't know who the villain is A a lot of these projects um, at DC at the moment, most of them we don't know who the villains are. No, that's it. So, They're pretty hidden. Uh, speaking of who we don't know who the villain is, um, the Flash oh. got a uh, a new trailer as well, didn't it? The segue. Well, our first trailer yeah. is the only trailer. And do you know what? 
this looks all right. This it does, doesn't it? It was, uh, it does look bloody all right. It's, um, you know, you got little teases of Michael Keaton's uh, Michael Batman. Keaton's Batman. You got. Uh, I'm pretty certain you saw a cowl on the floor, and you saw uh... that was the Ben Affleck cowl, wasn't it? Oh, of course it was. Yeah, I missed that. Makes loads of sense. Um, mm-hmm. Currently, just as I'm scrolling through uh, Facebook, Chris, just to to mention it and to let everybody else know, um, there is a scene from Eternals that's uh, it's got an official clip out now. So if you want to avoid spoilers, <laughs> probably avoid watching a clip from the film. Yeah, I think that was the. I think that was the one from the featurette. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> stay away from that because that that will blow in your mind in <laughs> in the cinema. Yeah. I'm, I'm being honest with you. You're literally gonna like grab hold of my arm, do the thing where you just open your eyes as wide as you can, and you look at me back at the screen, back at me. And you're like, much like you did at the end of Venom. Stay tuned oh, for that. Oh, that was a big. <laughs> I, I did a big shout out in the cinema. You, you genuinely shouted out in a quiet <laughs> cinema, yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I know people do that in other countries and stuff like that. In the UK, if you so much as whisper in the cinema, you get an evil look from someone. Yeah. Like, even when um, Cap grabbed me on ear, all you heard was <gasps> from everyone. Yeah, yeah, and you had a couple of laughs. You had a couple of people laugh from excitement, you yeah. know. Yeah. But uh... um, anyway, we're talking about the Flash. A big thing that we weren't expecting in The Flash, Ezra Miller times two, Ezra Miller squared, you could say. So is is there already a version? So I'm guessing this isn't so much like uh, Flashpoint where he's in the same universe but going back in time. I'm guessing this is more of he's going to a different multiverse and time travel shenanigans within that because there's two versions of the flash or it's the grandfather paradox where you go back in time and then that timeline is still moving so that means that there's like two versions of you and you could in- inflict that anyway there's a, two versions of the flash and one of them is wearing the bat suit with the with a lightning bolt sprayed on it that we had teased he is um, why so- doesn't he have his own suit i wonder um, well, maybe because his mum was alive, he never went down the path to become the Flash because he never joined the police force to prove his dad's innocence and stuff like that. Also, what if maybe second Ezra Miller is going to be the v- v- villain? Yeah, you said this. Maybe, maybe he did a bad thing to the to a Batman, and that's how we got the Batman costume. Mm. Maybe, maybe. We didn't see any look at a villain, and I don't think they mentioned it in any of the behind-the-scenes stuff that I watched. Um, I don't think I saw the entire section from the Flash panel. But it looked interesting. We got the classic Keaton Batmobile back as well, and we've got our Supergirl as well. Mm -hmm. The costume looks slick. It does. It does look slick. Did this restore some faith in the Flash movie? Uh, I think it did. I think it did. I think it looks... I think it's not enough yet. I don't think it's enough. I think will it looks like it's got big opportunity. Put it that way. I think we still it's need got to see big a bit opportunity, more. and I cannot lie. Yeah, I think we still need to wait and see just a little bit more, and then when we get like maybe a couple of the action scenes, or we get a little bit more of a plot reveal, maybe. I think then we'll be able to make our mind up on it. But I think right now it might be a little bit... It, it's very easy to get a little bit overexcited at the minute. So just keep, yeah. keep our... Uh, you know, keep, keep, keep your pants on. Keep it in your pants. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
What did you think of the new suit, though? The new Flash suit? Much more of a comic-accurate suit. He's got, like, the energy running through it and thing. He's it very is. much glowing in the dark. It is. And I think it's a perfect kind of suit to then set up uh, that second Flash being a reverse Flash or something, or mm. having having reverse Flash appear. Because you've got the... You know, you've got the neon, haven't you? You've got the LEDs built into the flash suit. So all you need is one with red LEDs and then you've got him, you know. Yeah, well, uh, well, the thing is that I mentioned as well, the flash in the uh, Justice League movie had blue electricity, like instead of his classic yellow. But in this, it's got like the yellow electricity running through it. So are we doing a little bit of a retcon type thing? This mm. definitely looks more like a suit that could travel through the multiverse instead of being cobbled together from different parts that he's stolen from space centers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe this, like, because we saw the Flash ring as well. Maybe this is how it all happens. The suit facilitates him running through the speed force and doing the doing the thing. I, mm. I'm I'm feeling a lot more positive towards this film now. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, thunderbolts of lightning, very very frightening Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> the thunderbolts are frightening Shazam. Yeah. Or. Uh... Yeah. Does the wait? Which film are you talking about then? If the frightening Shazam, are you talking about, or are we talking about Shazam? Because you mentioned Shazam. Well, there's, uh, no, no, we'll, we'll mention Shazam, and we'll get to the scary Shazam <laughs> shortly after. Okay, talking about normal Shazam. So anyway, Shazam. Yes, Fury of the Gods. We had a behind-the-scenes featurette. We got to see all the returning cast, and we also got our first looks at the villains. We've got. Um, Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu playing villains in a Shazam movie. I never thought I would ever say those words ever. It feels like such odd casting, but at the same time, great casting. So they are gods from another planet have come here looking to fight the gods of this planet and take over this pantheon, I believe is how they worded it. Everyone's going to be in a superhero movie before you know it. They're going to run out. Every single actor is going to be in it. An actress is going to be in a superhero movie. Well, Helen Mirren's already been in Fast and the Furious, so like, I mean, her career really, is whatever it's now. It's not really a superhero movie. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, if you do the Fast and the Furious franchise, like, like a superhero movie at that point is kind of a step up. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only way is up. It just felt strange seeing those two as villains in a shazam movie you know what i mean like helen mirren won many awards and many oscars lucy Liu, award nominee i'm not sure if she's ever won one but and then they are playing these otherworldly gods in a shazam movie which is a kid who shouts the word shazam and becomes a seven foot tall muscular superhero who can shoot lightning bolts i'll maybe only say it's as Probably about as far-fetched as Kate Blanchett playing Hela and uh, Thor, though. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think I kind of saw that coming for Kate Blanchett. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, is there anything from this trailer that we want to talk about? The new suits? We got to see the new suits in action? Yeah, it, it, it all looks fun. I think this one was actually one of the quite surprisingly well-received ones. I think a lot of people were actually like, oh, this actually looks really good. Um, like there's there's some shots of Zachary Levi looking pretty pissed off, um, where he's got like burn across his suit and stuff. He's got like mm-hmm. black debris over his shoulder, and he looks really angry. Um, but yeah, you know it's uh, 
I think gonna... I think the first one ended up really well received in the end. I'll just check the scores now. Ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Shazam was but Shazam, Shazam was because it was it was during a time when all we were getting from the DC camp was crap, wasn't it? We were getting yeah dark, know, we... gloomy crap, and then yeah, Shazam. And that was it. And then it was uh, you know doing the floss and everything, and it was like. Yeah, the 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 theme from the Shazam trailer still sticks in my head because it was just such a a cool trailer when it came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know when something yeah, is I like think... cool, it's like cool, cool man. It's cool. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Isn't Shazam cool? <laughs> I I remember like going in to see Shazam. I was like, this looks cool, but I'm not expecting it to be so much. And I left it with like one of the warmest, fuzziest feelings in my heart after watching a superhero movie. Like it genuinely just felt good to watch. You know what I mean? I know yeah. you rewatched it a few months ago. Like it's just a good movie, and I don't think anybody was expecting it to be quite as good as it was. Ninety like, percent no. on Rotten Tomato. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, people good. are definitely excited for the new one. Sick. Mm. Uh, right, Shall we Shazam. talk about the lightning bolt that is scaring Shazam? Very, yeah. very frightening. <laughs> you look at a mirror three times and say Shazam, and this is the thing that appears. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't say the Batman in the mirror three times, oh, otherwise no. you might come back with a baseball bat to no, the face. You'll definitely get, well, you'll definitely get the Robert Patterson bloody Batman appearing if you do the that. The Robert Batten Bat. What would you rather have? Would you rather have him beat you to death, or would you rather have uh, Ben Affleck Batman shoot you to death? I think I would say the Ben Affleck Batman shoot. <laughs> it's over quicker, isn't it? Yeah. Unless he, unless he lets your flamethrower backpack get shot and then you slowly blow up and burn to death. Oh yeah, in which case I'd uh, I'd flip a coin. <laughs> Or, or if he runs over you with a car, breaking both your legs, and then you're just slowly crying and bleeding out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> At least, if, uh, at least if the Pattinson Batman beats me in the face hard enough, I'll hopefully get brain damage so I don't feel the rest of the punches. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if he's a killer yet. Uh, it oh looks like he's on God. the verge of it. Mate, he is vengeance. He's definitely a killer in this film. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that in a minute because there was one shot in the film where I was like, Ooh! <laughs> anyway okay we're talking about black adam okay. dwayne the rock motherfucking johnson as Look, black adam I he's finally here like dwayne johnson like it feels like he's privately funded this film himself do you not think like every <laughs> he did time say he... like it was his passion project like he made this get made yeah like when yeah well i mean whoever whoever did the concept art it was probably fucking boss logic did the concept art for this <laughs> however many years ago is he getting royalties yet, Boss Logic? <laughs> Sorry? Is he getting royalties yet from making all these amazing film yeah. ideas that DC and Marvel are doing? Well, like, like when, when that trailer started and it was like, he dropped, didn't he say, like, this this film is going to be the shit or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he's like, or it's going to be, like, batshit insane. He said something yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. like, oh, I dropped the S-bomb on the... He's, he's, <laughs> he's like... He's loving it. Yeah, he's loving it. And he's like, um, they're always teasing it. They're always like, oh, just show you a little bit. Just show you a little bit. <laughs> and then they're all like, oh, yeah, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is like brutal. And yeah, we're going to show you the shot of him being really brutal. And, and it's like, nah, I'm here for Dr. Fate, bro. Mate, like, how he's sick. got the full on helmet. How like, sick is that helmet? 
Oof. Pierce Brosnan, he's doing some sort of mystic fucking hand touching the forehead (laughs) using the force level thing. Some mystic. uh, mystic. To me, it just looked like he just like patted someone on the head like he was annoyed at them. But I could tell there was going to be some CGI magic stuff going on at the same time. Yeah. Or it's going to be a joke and he's going to pretend to. Someone's going to be like, oh, can you not put some protection spell on me? He's like, Abracadam taps him on the forehead. (laughs) Abracadam. Abracadam. So, the feeling that I'm getting for this film is that it's probably going to be these, like, other kind of superheroes maybe teaming up to, like, stop the Black Adam that they've just released out of this... uh, They fight for a bit and then team up? Yeah, team up against the greater evil, which is probably... A a big smoke monster from Shazam. A big CGI smoke monster. I, I tell you what, though, we did get that scene. We got like Black Adam's like first introduction to like modern day world and stuff like that. And when he comes down from the lightning bolt, like that hit heavy, and then he's just taking all these bullets, and then he grabs a guy and vaporizes him with lightning. And I was like, okay, 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 yeah. It, <laughs> Which is certainly... a panel straight out of the comic books as well. Like it looks sick. Yeah, it's certainly an introduction, isn't it? I kind of wish that wasn't the scene that they showed us, though, because I would have like imagine seeing that without knowing that happens. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why? Why? Yeah, I mean, they want to get people excited. Just show a little. I feel bit like of it. that's not going to be the first time we see him, though. I feel like we're going to see him back in like ancient Egypt and stuff beforehand, yeah, or ancient Greece, wherever it is. Um, just, I'm I feel just... like we're going to see that first, and then this is his reintroduction type thing. Yeah, I liked how they basically, when they did the trailer and showed everybody else, they only showed like it was Piers Brosnan introducing it, and it was like he needs to mention James Bond. He needs to mention it's better <laughs> than James Bond, and he does. And he's like, I've been part of James Bond, and this is, but, and it's like, um, <laughs> very British, isn't he? I'm, I'm Piers Brosnan. <laughs> and um, they basically then just flick, like they got the other actors to basically stand in front of the green screen and just say the character's name. It's like, oh, you'll, you'll get your, you'll get your time to shine. Don't worry about it. If, if you had to guess what part of Britain Piers Brosnan is from, where would you say Piers Brosnan? What part of without Britain? googling it? Um, because he sounds very British. He is very British. So in which case, he's definitely not going to be from Britain, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he is, but he's from Ireland. Like, oh, where's that accent gone? Because <laughs> I always think this every time I see him, I was like, there is no Irish left in you, except for the fact that he loves a cheeky Guinness every now and then, doesn't he? He's always taking photos with a yeah. bloody Guinness, isn't he? <laughs> I love the uh, the beard and everything that he got. I just feel like he's such a perfect Doctor Fate. Oh, with, the, with, with, the, with the pointy moustaches. That feels yeah. very Doctor Fate. That Although Doctor Fate is just too, like, it's just the helmet. You know what I mean? It could be anyone under there, but it feels very Doctor Fate. Like, yeah. someone who's been Doctor Fate for a long time is like, oh, yes, I've grown a moustache. I'm a master of the arcane arts. <laughs> <laughs> Go for <laughs> Very good. Okay. Shall we talk about peacemaker next then? Are you done with? Are you done with Black Adam? Are you, are you, you're, yeah. you're excited though. <laughs> yeah, it looked cool <laughs> so far. We've talked what we've talked. Uh, we've talked Black Adam. We talked Shazam. We talked the Flash. We talked Aquaman. Um, I think that's everything so far. We've talked about what. Yeah. What's the most exciting out of all of all of those little things? Um, 
I'm excited for Shazam, but I'm probably excited for The Flash more. Yeah, you're a big Flash fan. I am a big Flash fan, and I was very dubious, but like it's kind of it's the no way home, isn't it? He like, has the Flash ring as well. We didn't mention he, he does. Uh, I I mentioned that quickly. Yeah, when yeah. we were talking about the suit, he does have the Flash ring now, which holds his costume in it. He can shrink it down to micro size and store it in the ring. Mm. Very cool. Um, yeah, it's 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 ticking the right boxes at the moment, and it like I said, it's like that no way home. We're getting the crossover of all the stuff that we previously loved and stuff. Mm. So it is very high concept, and there could be the potential for the sickest fucking shit in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, probably Shazam might be better than it, but I'm more excited for the Flash at the moment. Okay, so Peacemaker. Just before we talk about Peacemaker, you'd be really interested to know that DC Fandom tripled last year's viewership numbers this year. Tripled I think it's because they knew... Because last year we didn't know if we were getting a trailer for the Batman or anything. And it was the first time they did Fandom, didn't they? I mean, we didn't really know what Fandom was actually going to be. They were pretty... uh, I guess they were pretty secretive about it it's like the first ever comic con versus san diego comic con now you know what i mean it's gonna get bigger all the time but do you reckon fandom will eventually become like a an actual event that you can go to because right now it is just a a big cgi fest where everybody is in like a cgi like platform in the middle of like last year it was all about the multiverse wasn't it and they all look like fucking esports commentators with like really weird (laughs) it did it looked like sports center (laughs) yeah it's like really weird like perspective shifts on people's bodies i mean it was still like that to this year as well it just wasn't quite as janky yeah um I don't think it'll be a physical thing in like the sense of like a Comic Con convention. It's probably going to be more like D23. It's going to yeah. be like an investor and press conference. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Makes instead sense. of doing it in a void, they'll be doing it on stage instead. Yeah. And they're actually, the thing is, is they're actually got stuff to bring. They're, they've got hype again now. You know, like mm-hmm. since Sui- the Suicide Squad, since um, the Snyder Cut. Which is kind of a little bit of a bittersweet reason for it having hype, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you've got a lot of properties on the way. Uh, and Marvel, like I say, I mean, we've spoken about this before, but it kind of feels maybe Marvel right now is just starting to like, after um, Endgame, Infinity War, after the Infinity Saga, it kind of felt like they took the foot off the gas a little bit and they're like, right, okay, now we're just going to kind of rebuild these parts of the story, mm-hmm. just kind of get all the blocks lined up together again and then we'll drop a couple of hard-hitting movies. Um, which it definitely feels like it's fucking setting up for something really big. But um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, they need to, don't they? Because if it's all climax, then nothing's climax. You need yeah. to you need to have the calm before the storm. And it's time so, for yeah, and it's time for DC to kind of like start to pad out as well. So Peacemaker, um, I was actually quite surprised by this because it wasn't really the movie that I, not movie wasn't really the mood that I thought it was gonna. be be if you get me like i thought it was just going to be silly mindless violence a little bit like suicide squad but it actually looks pretty good it looks like a good blend of comedy uh kind of like you know emotional stuff going on like it seems Mm -hmm. like peacemaker is actually a little bit more complicated underneath the surface yeah, um, it feels like what idris elba's character had in the movie they're doing the same thing for peacemaker now yeah. Like, it definitely feels connected to the Suicide Squad rather than anything else. But considering he was basically the bad guy 
in the Suicide Squad. Spoilers if you've not watched Suicide Squad. Well, you know, if you've not watched Suicide Squad now, it was pretty much available everywhere anyway, so... <laughs> he was a bit questionable yeah. in Suicide Squad, let's put it that way. He wasn't the bad guy, so to speak. No, de- yeah, definitely. Like, he definitely became an antagonist, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and this seems like a redemption arc for him. Mm. Um, yeah, I really dug the mood of it. It felt from... Like, I haven't watched much of it, but didn't you watch Chuck back in the day? Uh, I watched bits of Chuck, yeah. Oh, It I felt like an... Chuck to yeah, me. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, comparison. Yeah. Chuck, but if Chuck was, like, hit the gym a lot and he... Uh... If if Zachary Levi was who he was now, you mean? <laughs> he had two Glocks as well, would probably be... <laughs> Yeah, two big old desert eagles. Yeah. Also, that, that eagle, the fact that we're actually getting yeah. eagle or whatever it is fucking called. Yeah, it's funny. It had that, um, at the beginning, it has that uh, Rizwan Manji, and he's hilarious. Like, he's the um, the guy at the, the, the beginning, the guy with the moustache. Um. He he was in. Uh, he's the he's one of the he's the photographer in Shit's Creek. He's dead funny. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to figure out how to spell his surname to get him up there. Yeah, I'm watching Shit's Creek at the moment. I've just hit season three today. Yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so, he is very funny. Yeah, um, I've seen him in other stuff, and he plays the same thing all the time. He's just awkward, funny guy. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of roles in this that I have no idea what is going on. Like completely flies over my head. I have no idea who the guy in the green is <laughs> who's in like the really funny superhero outfit. Um the the one that he punches his head through like a window or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a car window. That looked like the same costume as TDK to me and I'm wondering if it's because I think we've had two versions of well that was the detachable kid but he was also known as Armful Offman. I'm wondering oh, okay. if it's a different version of that, because the costume looked very similar. If not, it's probably like Kite Man or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see if there's uh, anything anywhere, but I can't really see. There's Captain Lock. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Um, it it all flew by very quickly, that trailer. Vigilante, Vigilante looks funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does look good. People are saying maybe Green Arrow. I don't think it looked anything like Green Arrow to me. No, it's definitely not. If you're going to put Green Arrow in this, it's definitely not going to look like that. Yeah. Um, um, so, a- yeah, I think pre- pretty good. I don't know where it's going to air in the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, maybe Sky in the UK if it's coming to HBO Max. Oh, maybe That's now, normally maybe where now TV then, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's going to be debuting 13th of January next year. Um, we've got actually, it's eight episodes, but we've got the titles for the first three episodes. Um, mm-hmm. you've got no spoilers. Um, uh, you've got a whole new world, uh, but world is spelled W H I R L E D. Um, uh, best oh, friends like never. world. Yeah. Ooh. And then better goth dead. So. Mm, whirl. Okay, you've got my brain whirling now. Is it maybe a weather wizard? Is it maybe um, what's the one? Uh, what's he's part of the rogues gallery for Flash, and uh, I think it's normally a woman now, and she spins around. I think it's like Twister or Tornado or something like that. Maybe, maybe if it's whirl, maybe I'm thinking too far into this. Mm. <laughs> maybe I don't know. 
Anyway, before you think too far into it, we need to move on and talk about the Batman trailer then. Uh, real quick before we do, because I didn't realise we had this other stuff. There was the Batgirl. Well, I did realise. Batgirl. We got our first look at um, the casting oh, for Batgirl and talking about that stuff. We got a lot of, of um, CW stuff, didn't we? Uh, well, Batgirl is a movie that's coming out. Oh, okay. Um, and we've said that she's going to have more of the modern costume with the cowl and ginger hair and maybe the Doc Martens and stuff. And also we had our first look at the concept art for the Blue Beetle uh, movie costume as well, which is exactly as you would expect the modern Robbie Reyes suit to look at. Like, it literally looks like a comic book panel, but it's not. It's the it's the previs for the, for the movie suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, on to Batman now. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman 3 is confirmed, by the way. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. And he's very angry. And <laughs> we have Riddler question marks, which is cool. This trailer fucking slapped, bro. <laughs> I'll be honest this, with you. This is seriously a next level movie. Like, seriously. It fucking, like... Like, it's... I think I said to you, like, when you tagged me in this in the group chat, and it was like... This is brutal, and I said this is weird because it's like brutal yet beautiful all in all at the same time. Oh, it, the cinematography is gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning to look at, but it yeah. is fucking this shit slaps. Like I saw it straight away, and I was like, "You're gonna love this." But yeah. it's so fucking moody. It's Seven meets Zodiac meets Batman in the best way possible, which is what we knew anyway. But everything that we keep seeing just keeps piling on top of that yeah like that shot of him in the hallway this is every time somebody has mentioned batman to me in the last week this is all i spoke about when he's walking through the hallway and the only thing that lights the scene is the muzzle flashes from the guns and he's walking down the hallway while they're ripping into him and he's just plowing through these guys just absolutely decking them just taking the bullets and oh for that was like daredevil hallway fight yeah it's a bit mental like it it looks like the plot is going to be really, really kind of interesting for this as well. Like, it's not going to be as, like, kind of um, straight set as what we thought it was going to be, where it'll literally be, like, a, um, a detective movie. It looks like there's going to be a lot more to it. Looks yeah, just, we, th- yeah looks we were thinking, good. like, long Halloween-y sort of, weren't we? Like... Uh, maybe not Calendar Man, but the aspects that Riddler has in uh, like the Hush storyline and Long Halloween with the mob families of the Falcones and stuff like that. Um, I've, I've been seeing some like crazy theories, which all the evidence is kind of there for. Which, okay, so we were speaking about this from the first trailer last year. There's lots of imagery of sort of like owls and courts and um, like politics and stuff like that so court of owls maybe there's a lot of sort of talk about the lineage um of power and stuff like that and we see a shot of batman is spray painted like sins of my father question mark and all that sort of stuff and maybe maybe his father was a member of the court of owls and this has all been sort of like set up and he has unknowingly been influenced to kind of become the Court of Owls versions of the Talon. So Batman might actually kind of be a villain in this unknowingly, like he's going after the wrong people and he's like uh, going after like the lower classes and stuff like that because there's clearly a lot of stuff about class system in this. Um, 
and the the way his costume looks there's definitely elements taken from the talon costume from the mm. comic books mm. so mad brain theory maybe maybe batman is talon in this and maybe like that's why he's beating up a bunch of teenagers on a subway maybe they weren't really doing anything maybe he just like was like going after them because of something influenced or wrong information or something maybe i don't know but he nearly fries that guy's brain with the electrical gauntlets and shit yeah that's cool. uh, just a mad theory just liverpool theory. looks great in this film uh it's never looked so good as it literally yeah. the day after this trailer came out was it the day after yeah, it was. The day after this trailer came out, I went to Liverpool. I was literally stood at the bottom of the Liver building. I was like, I saw Batman fucking swan dive off this last night. Like, it looked <laughs> sick. <laughs> like, like being there and being in the city, like, I'm watching the trailer because, like, I have a lot of family from Liverpool and stuff like that, so I've spent loads of time there. It's so fun to see these places on there. It's like, ah, oh, look at it and how they're using the architecture and stuff. Like, it, it was a really yeah, big yeah, buzz yeah. for me, that right yeah. anyway we will uh Oof. yeah so fandom Oof. is a thing can't wait can't wait for uh these films to come out so we need to move on now and chat a little bit about venom 2 let there be carnage now thankfully v- 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 venom v- 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 well i thought the the credits not the uh not the first credits but i think the second credits had a little bit of a a reiteration of that theme so um, um yeah i thought eminem was coming back to do the credit song but it wasn't it was the female uk artist that was in the rave scene mm. um so i don't know if maybe eminem did the second part maybe maybe he like wrote you said it. the v- 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 venom don't know. maybe he wrote it uh, but anyway know. that's not the important part of this film the important part <laughs> of the film is the it's not like there isn't there isn't tons and tons to talk about here um because the film was only literally about maybe just over <laughs> just under an hour and a half this film was a blink and you could miss it movie <laughs> yeah it was very much like uncomplicated it was two parts really <laughs> to the film <laughs> there was a beginning and there was an end yeah <laughs> <laughs> a, a story it was two it was the first act and the third act no second act no it felt like a pretty safe venom 2 you know what i mean yes it didn't feel like it was taking big risks um nope it did set something massive up which i can't wait to talk about in spoilers <laughs> but anyway um <sighs> The yeah, I think uh, right. Let, let's let's talk about what we liked about the film. So um, I really liked the. Uh, I think Venom was done really good in this. I think his personality. Yep. I think that now he's kind of been on Earth a little bit longer, and you can see that Eddie Brock's tried to like rein him in a little bit, and you know get get a bit of routine going. You know, you can't eat people, Venom. You've got to eat the chickens that we get. But I don't want to eat the chickens. About <laughs> Uh, I love I love it because it's Tom Hardy doing that voice, and when he when he starts to get like a little bit wound, like when Eddie gets wound up in the film, you can hear the Venom voice coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. They they actually had him record the lines ahead of time, and then he had an earpiece in for most of the scenes so that he could feed back off his own lines, which yeah. works really well. Yeah, he's he's actually when you think about that. And you think that he's not actually acting to anything in most of this a film. A ball on a stick, probably. Yeah, he's probably yeah, he's actually doing a phenomenal job in these yeah. films. Yeah, he sells it, doesn't he? Yeah. 
Uh, I think Carnage was sick. Yeah, it was just another Venom, to be fair, but just really brutal. It, uh, it looked so much better, though. Like, you could tell that like, everything about his physiology was different. Uh, they lit it a lot better, so you could actually tell the difference between the two of them all the time. Yeah. Um, and, like... I kind of wanted to see more of, like, the gross bits, although at the same time they were really grossing me out. Like, his tentacles, when they were, like, splitting away from each other and stuff, they would create, like, a thin skin membrane, almost like, like, the thin parts of your ear and stuff, and then they would slowly peel away as these tentacles were separating and stuff. It was so fucking gross, yeah. but in the coolest way. Woody, Visually, Woody Harrelson, Cletus Cassidy was really good as well. He mm-hmm. did a really good job of being, like, a, an absolute insanity like just an insane dude mm-hmm. uh really sold that um was a uh, shriek was she the same actress from pirates of the caribbean calypso uh, calypso yeah she also plays money penny in no time to die yeah yeah i thought it was when i was watching naomi, it. Harris. naomi harris yeah yeah because she really looked like the same. She looked like the same role that what she had in Pirates of the Caribbean because of the eye and because of like the, uh, the hairstyle. The hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she she was good, but she was really underutilized. I thought. Yeah, I thought maybe there was going to be more going on. I, I think maybe because you you so we're so spoiled with like twists and turns in comic book movies now that you you kind of have an expectation that there's going to be more to it um i did think this film felt very rushed yeah like they did cut out a middle act like it doesn't feel like so tom hardy also like co-wrote this with somebody else and then andy circus took a pass and changed some stuff while he was shooting um but it felt like there was a middle section of the movie kind of missed out and that kind of set up a lot of the final act or something so it felt kind of rushed like it was nice and clean and concise and like it it did everything but it felt a little bit hollow towards the end i felt yeah Um, it it was just it was great to look at but satisfaction wise story wise the second half of the movie didn't do too much for me no, it definitely felt like maybe this film originally was about two hours and then they cut half mm-hmm. an hour out. Yeah. I'm wondering if that was maybe in backlash to something like the first one was really long, so maybe Sony made Andy Circus and the editor cut out a, like lots of it, mm-hmm. or um, maybe it was for the age rating to get it to like a 15 in the UK or whatever it was in the US and stuff like that. Um, or I don't. Maybe it was backlash from like people complaining about long movies lately, or the fact that Marvel movies are pushing three hours all the time, or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't maybe, know. Maybe just be- because it's a Venom two, and because all maybe there was just a lot of fluff in there. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because it was pretty action heavy. Like, yeah, definitely, which was great. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just cut a lot of the fluff out instead. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, like, this is not doing too great um, critically. I think it's actually rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. critically. It's at 60%. Oh, no, so it is still fresh, um, but it's not certified fresh. So it is still 60% on 
critic score, but it's eighty four percent audience score. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely not a critics movie. I think when no. you, when there's a, a standard set now for superhero related movies, um, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a lot of the people that are watching it are praising it because it is a massive improvement on the first one. Well, I. I don't know. I like the first half of the first one, so I I felt like that was better story wise. Whereas this was much better. Yeah, I didn't think the first one was a terrible movie. I just think the 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 bad guy scenes, the 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 final act was a bit weak. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. This was this was pretty solid. Mm -hmm. And I think the main part of watching this film is the the Venom and Eddie Brock moments. One hundred percent. Shout out to Stephen Graham as well. Great, but again, very underutilized. Like, and they try and do something with him, and it's kind of very much not explained, which we'll get into later on. Yeah, well, should uh, we, that should we felt just, strange. Shall we just drop into kind of spoilers now and get into it a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I want to read this review very quickly as well. So this was a negative review. Two out of five. Circus dispenses with detailed explanation and instead amps up all the humour, leaning into goofy, flirtatious dynamic between Venom and Brock. There was definitely, like, some sexual tension between the two of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. I mean, Uh, if you had a symbiote in your head, like, for the solid part of, like, 12 months... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the film. I don't think it was anything spectacular. What it set up was fucking spectacular. Yeah, but I think um, I'd watch it again though. I'd be faster. Oh yeah, to watch definitely this again than the first Venom movie. Uh, you could you can watch this almost twice the time you could watch the first one. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed it, and the the final act was it was great. Yeah. So yeah. Let's spoil some story aspects now. Okay, well, we'll leave the big spoiler on on hold for a minute. So, um, what did you think of the the whole like the whole Stephen Graham bit at the end? Then, like, what were these? What were they setting him up as? So, in the comic books, his character does become Toxin, which is a symbiote. Um, he gets that from Venom in the Lethal Protector story, which they name drop Lethal Protector so many times in this, it got a bit off-putting by the end. Mm. Um, it was very on the nose. Like we both cheered when they said "Let there be carnage." Um, mm. um, yeah, I enjoyed him. I think he's a great actor. He was really well used in the first half of the film, and then when it came to like that final fight, he did nothing. Then nearly died, and then they. They set it up. I don't know. He got like the same coloured eye that um, Shriek had, and they were talking about her being like a ghost or a phantom or something like that. Yeah. And then it, he fought her. He didn't really come in contact with Venom at the end. Uh, sorry, Carnage at the end. So I'm wondering how he could have possibly got a symbiote in him. Yeah, I, I don't see where that would have happened. Symbiote then. He got, he just got hammered by Shriek, that's all. Yeah, it looked like whatever was going on with her eye, because she said, you're the one that took my eye, mm-hmm. but she just had a scar down it, and like, her eye got more and more like purple and glowy throughout it, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know, I don't know if maybe 
Carnage had done something to her when they were necking on and all that sort of stuff because there was some hardcore making out in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Woody Harrelson straight away slipping the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if maybe she had something in her that passed on to Graham or something, but, like, that dude was dead. Like, he straight up, like, got hung by his neck with a chain yeah, from a church. Yeah. Like, that guy was dead. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I I don't even know if we're going to see any payoff to that. That might have just been a setup that never gets paid off because yeah. of what we're going to talk about in a bit. Yeah, um, it doesn't feel. Do like we want to? Unless it's a. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, what did th- I thought? So I heard a report coming into this film. Obviously, I had spoilers and stuff, but they said that they hid the plot of the movie, and I don't think they did. Like we literally saw this entire movie in the trailer. Mm. the only thing that we didn't see was Eddie and Venom splitting up which like was that really needed it just kind of set that it like amped up the stakes a little bit which was nice it put Eddie Brock back in the firing line it was also just a little bit of humour like you could just see Venom go off on his own and like find himself and he has his coming out party at a rave yeah (laughs) Which was so strange, but really cool at the same time. Just a lot of the things that Venom said, I was just like, "This is this is really funny." <laughs> like, this yeah. is way funnier, and it's hitting way more than the first one did. This is yokes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. The so the final act is basically once Carnage escapes, he's basically setting up his own wedding. So, well, once Cletus Cassidy escapes, he's mm-hmm. setting up his own wedding to Shriek. Um, so they want like the witnesses and stuff like that, and like they're bringing these sacrifices as presents essentially. So they're trying to get Venom, uh, Eddie Brock, and um, Stephen Graham's police officer character. I can't remember what is um, Detective Mulligan. They're trying to get them all there for the mm-hmm. wedding, and that was interesting. But at the same time, like after the halfway point, there wasn't really any plot development at all. Um, yeah, no. It just turned into a big smashy smashy fight, but it was a great smashy smashy fight, so yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> like I've, like I said, it felt a little bit hollow this movie, but at the same time, it was still a really good movie. <laughs> you know what? Absolutely didn't feel hollow about this movie. The sound effects. No, the fucking post credit scene, mate. No, <laughs> let's let's dive into that post credit scene. So. So, uh, interestingly enough, before we before we talk actually about what it is, Tom Hardy, he had to delete some Insta posts because they got really close to like teasing what this was, and maybe like maybe Sony or Marvel felt a bit like uncomfortable with like, yeah, you know, this is going to be in the post credit scene, right? Well, when he first got the role, like four years ago he started posting the same things then and everyone was like oh and then it was like oh no he's just posting that because he likes the fan art but yeah he did have to take these posts down because 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 bloody go on chris tell tell, tell us tell us what happens in the post credits so at the end of the movie eddie has taken venom to this beach location like a a holiday resort island type thing to get away from everything and sort of like hide out for a little bit lay low 
We then cut to the credits. We come back. They're on a they're on a bed watching a Spanish speaking sitcom. It, it's a it's a big old joke. Venom loves his stories on TV, um, and then like they kind of have like a couple's conversation. Like, oh, you should tell me about your past. We all have a history, all that sort of stuff. So Venom is literally about to drop the whole planet of symbiotes null with the black blade like the hive mind thing like he talks about the hive mind and the fact that he's from like outer space and all this stuff that would have tied into like gore the god butcher and everything like that like he's about to drop all that which is like the coolest venom arc that we've ever had from donny kate and then just as he's about to do that bright yellow flash like like a sun is piercing through the room and all of a sudden we have fucking Eddie and Venom are teleported into the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I already had spoiled for me in like in a fashion, but this was such a cool way of doing it and you verbi- uh, verbally screamed out loud. You actually said, oh my fucking God, what? In a cinema, out loud, nobody else reacted, and we were like, "Ah, yeah, it was Bro. a big deal." So, so he sees Peter. Uh, so straight away, like I see J.K. Simmons on the screen and I hear his voice, and a lot of people are like, "Huh?" And it's not until like they turn and they look at the screen, and you're like, "It's J.K. Simmons! It's J.K. Simmons!" Like, <laughs> and no. then they show they no. show Peter Parker, they show Tom Holland on the screen, and Venom feels like he knows him for some reason, and he licks the screen very strangely. Um, he's like, he's like, I like him. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's almost like he knows him type thing, which which is good to bring like the connection between Venom and Spider Man. Yeah, because I think that's like that's the one thing is, that Venom's been missing. That's yeah. how it is. Like Venom kind of likes Spider Man, but they always kind. Oh of... Oh no, he hates him. It's the opposite. Oh no, I know, but they kind of clash a little bit. They've got like yeah. this weird kind of. They've got that kind of weird Joker Batman relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can't live without each other type thing because he yeah. originally was attached to Peter Parker. Yeah, That's yeah. why like he hates Peter Parker and he teams up with Eddie because he also hates Peter Parker type thing. Mm. So like it's like this love hate antagonistic relationship. Like he will he will save the innocents, it will be a lethal protector, but as soon as it comes to Spider Man, he's going for his throat. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll just it's just see just knowing that it's happening now. It's so, just like we were trying oh. to figure out how does he get pulled through the multiverse because that to me, like the energy around it, felt very much like Doctor Strange's spell when it blasts out and you but would it's get that, be like raging that. energy. It's got to be before all that, surely, because when he when he TPs into the MCU, right? He's not TP'd at the point where Doctor Strange is doing that spell because it's live, isn't it? And it's the part where like Spider Man stood there. Well, we we don't know if it's live. I don't think we know if it's live or not. But we've got the footage of Spider Man from the end, from where No um, Far From Home and No Way Home are going to bridge. So we think that No Way Home is going to start with his identity being revealed, and then he goes back down to p- pick up MJ so, and people rip his mask off and stuff. Yeah. So the two the two alternatives here is that you've got either it is Doctor Strange's spell that pulls it through, or it's the events of Loki. Yeah, it's it's one or the other. Mm. Uh, I would say probably Spider Man. And is this maybe 
because we ha- oh, there's so many rumors going around that we're getting a new Spider-Man trailer very soon. Mm. And I said to you as soon as we left, was that because they were waiting for Venom to come out? Is there maybe something Venom related in No Way Home? Because we've had Tom Hardy wearing a cast and crew hat from No Way Home as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he maybe in this? Is he maybe teaming up with the other Spider-Men, maybe? Um, Or is he going to be one of the villains? I I don't know if they would have him be one of the villains in this because they've made two films of him being a hero type thing. He might have antagonistic relationship with spider oh my god wait a sec oh my god he's just some pe- a penny's just dropped <laughs> right so a penny, in a penny's just dropped <laughs> fuck i felt that you just, okay. you just hit me like a train then i was like oh <laughs> wait a sec wait a sec okay so in the in the no way home trailer we have that scene where there's a giant creature behind like a force field behind spider-man and i just assumed it was lizard to tie all those films together because at the time i didn't know that um, venom was oh, crossing over wait a second what if that's fucking venom because it's just a giant brute like a big bulky guy behind him what if that's fucking venom wait a second it could be you know it absolutely the body shape totally matches this version of venom it absolutely could be. I'm I'm just really quickly trying to see if I can find that that bit in the trailer, and we'll have a. You need look to like it. zoom and enhance, like brighten it. If you go to like my breakdown of it, like I fully like went in there, turned the gamma right up on it, and there's definitely a giant hulking shape behind him, behind a force field. And I assumed yeah. it was going to be lizard, so that we were tying all the Spider-Man movies together. But and I said to you as well, did the Morbius trailer? like, spoil this plot twist coming because we have Vulture appear in the Morbius trailer. Uh, so uh, we knew that Morbius the, was somehow it, connected to the MCU. It could be. There is... When when you see that um, shot, there's, like, weird red marks as well. Bro. Uh, uh, bro. <laughs> uh, bro. Oh, I don't know. You know what? It, it could be. could quite it well could be. be Venom. Right, that would be pretty sick. Like, because if if he has come through at this point, like, um, hang on, maybe Eddie Brock's like hang is on. just hanging about. Hang on, hang on, hang on a second. <laughs> Spider Man also wears a black suit in this film. He does. <laughs> He, yeah, it's black and gold suit. Oh. oh fuck! What if he gets the symbiote for a bit, and then when the symbiote goes back to Venom, it gives him the spider logo on his chest after that? Oh god! But the black, oh, the black and gold, it looks too technical. Yeah, it does. But a bit. but then again, in this film, we saw Carnage like became the internet at one point, which I found out afterwards he does actually do in the comic book. I turned to you and went, that's really fucking weird and doesn't make sense, but apparently he did it in the comic book. He killed somebody through the internet. Um, So maybe Venom could fuse with Spider-Man's tech suit, maybe? Yeah, because it's a bit like... I mean, who's making this suit? You know what I mean? I thought it was Spider-Man and Doctor Strange together on that one. I mean, is that why, not the one that's shooting the arcane it spider is, webbing, yeah, or is that? It is. It is. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, we could we could really go down the rabbit hole on this, but uh, 
it's definitely something fishy going on. I don't know. You know what? Do you reckon we'll see him in No Way Home? Do you reckon? Oh, I, I mean, there's too many connections to it now, isn't there? I mean, there? There's, like... also, there's also a lot in No Way Home. You've got <laughs> Doc Ock, yeah. you've got Green Goblin, you've got Electro. You're going to need more than have... just Spider-Man to beat them. Yeah, yeah. You we did also we have, we have uh, zero confirmation. No way home cap. So I mean, <laughs> it certainly yeah. could be. We had Tom Hardy wearing the no way home cap. Like, yeah. oh, uh, bro, it would be so cool if it did. And because we have no confirmation that the other two Spider Men are going to be in this, mm-hmm. we have zero confirmation. Like, we just have loads of different leaks and sources from all these different places people are saying that that video of andrew garfield is a some sort of a deep fake um because things just don't kind of match up right Mm. um bro my mind's being blown a little bit (laughs) like the more we talk about it now like that could 100 percent be venom in that shot there is a chance. So apparently yeah, think- the, the Venom 2 post credit scene took a lot of coordination with Spider-Man No Way Home. The other thing that we were talking about as well, Woody Harrelson said he was really nervous about the post credit scene, didn't he? We didn't even talk about the fact that they killed off Carnage in this. Yeah. So, like, Venom eats Carnage and then bites the head off Cletus Cassidy. So, like, he's just dead, but now that we're doing multiverse, we could always get carnage back which is fine like i don't mind him killing off if we're doing multiverse things if they just killed him off then that was a bit of a waste of carnage you know what i mean but if woody harrelson was nervous about a post-credit scene and he uh, wasn't in the post-credit scene yeah i said to you maybe multiverse shenanigans mm. we will see it's very much up in the air because until we get anything else it's like eesh. Was he maybe filming a short scene for Spider-Man No Way Home and just didn't realise that he was doing that? Maybe this was all taken out of um, context and maybe he was just nervous to film the first Venom post-credit scene. (laughs) Has anyone ever thought about that? No, you know what? You, you. This is all wrong. He was nervous. I'm reading the article now and he was nervous to film the first Venom film post-credit scene. Oh. oh, okay, never mind. Carnage is gone, bro. This is not what the articles were saying to us originally. <laughs> <laughs> they clickbaited us. They lied to us. They lied to us. Anyway, I think we've spoken quite a lot now. Uh, we've covered two mahoosive topics this episode. So we will wrap it up. Um, we've gave our thoughts on everything. We've discussed some big spoilers. Um, I give it a score? Give it a score. Do? Yeah, do we give it a score? Movie probably is six or seven out of ten. Post credits is a ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's worth point. it for the post credits alone. Yeah, yeah. If if we're rating films on post credit scenes, this was like a ten out of ten, eleven out of ten. It, it was a big deal. It's a very very. This big rivaled deal. Thanos at the end of the first Avengers. Yeah, this is humongous. Really, this is our first look at somebody being pulled through the multiverse properly. Yeah, that's it. And that's how it happens. It's just like, <laughs> literally like a big glitch, isn't it? It's a big, yeah, big lit- glitch. Yeah, so like we see this bright light and then it's like the walls are folding into place around him. 
So you've only got to ask who else could that have happened to? Bloody Doc Ock is who it bloody oh, happened well, to. Yeah, you never know. You never uh, know. A greenish gobliness. Mm. Hopefully not the. Uh, we can only hope it's not the fucking um, Amazing Spider-Man Green Goblin, please. <laughs> With the Green Goblin blood disorder. Yeah. You have the spider blood, but, you know, he turned into a goblin, so figure that one out. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's wrap it up. I'll give it, I give the film, a, uh, you know, straight down the middle, 5 out of 10. It's fine. I'll watch it again. 5 out of 10 is not a bad score. It's uh, yeah. It's pretty... It's, like, it's a passing grade, isn't it? It's 50%. A passing, yeah, it's a passing grade. <laughs> Uh, anyway, right, um, yeah, make sure you're checking us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Get Real Pod, and you can email us over at getrealpoduk gmail.com. If you want to support the podcast, the best way you can do that is to leave us a rate and review wherever you listen to us, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, Amazon Music, whatever it is. Or if you want, head over to Podchaser, leave us a rate and review on there, and it'll syndicate it, it'll symbiote it to all the other podcast distributors out there. Uh, tell them we are Get Real. And also, we are Get Real Gaming. Our best mates run the Get Real Gaming podcast. That comes out every Wednesday. They talk about all the latest gaming news. I'm sure they'll talk about the um, Uncharted trailer because they talked about uh, Free Get ISO. <laughs> They're definitely <laughs> going to talk about Uncharted. Um, yeah, check them out. And don't forget, whenever you see us posting a social app, just share it out to your timeline as well. It gets more eyes on the podcast. Share us with two friends. If you've got somebody who listens to podcasts very similar to us, tell them to check us out as well. Thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you next week. What's that? Uh, what's next week? Dune? Is it going to be Dune? Uh, Dune. June. Is... No, it's, it's October. Oh. <laughs> They missed a trick not releasing Dune in Dune. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that would have been too too much. <laughs> too much Dune. I stopped.